Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 50th episode of Double Take. My name is Alex. I'm here with my brother, not Jonathan, Johnny Boy, Johnny Rockets. John, where are you right now? How come we're not sitting together, bro? Where are you at? Well, the Coco Monster did get me. Mm. Um, you know, I guess life on a college campus, our Petri dish, Petri dish campus has uh, gone over to me, but it's all right. I'm doing fine. Had a bit of a sore throat this weekend, got tested yesterday, and I'm actually here in Pine Manor College. It's the, <laughs> uh, Boston College actually just bought this campus, and uh, it's our it's our isolation housing. They're going to, like, renovate it and do something to it, and I think they're going to have a new program over here, but it's super nice. You know, the staff has been very nice. You know, I got an, a heater in here because it's very cold. Um, I'm going to have to order food, I think, for meals. But it's, it's going well. Can't, can't complain. BC has done a great job with their COVID planning. And so, yeah, here I am in a dorm cool. room. John, I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. It's actually kind of funny, you know, probably like out of our 10 or 12 closest friends, I think maybe three of us haven't had it. I'm one of those people. So hopefully I uh, can stay away from Omicron. But as I said, John, it is our... We don't know what I have. It could, it could be a different strain. I thought Who I already, knows? You know, I'm already boosted, though. And so it was interesting. I had a bit of a sore throat, so... Yeah. Well, it's our 50th episode, John. So why don't we start off? I mean, it's been, I guess, we've almost been doing this, I'll say, two and a half years, which is pretty cool. Our first episode. Yeah, it took us a while to get to 50. I think that means that we're about an episode every few weeks, every two weeks maybe, which I know we definitely had some some long dry spells and then we had the moments where we were really popping off. But what what was your be your fa- favorite memory, John, when we when we since the time we began double take? I mean, I think uh, I think you know the answer. Like it's pretty obvious. It was definitely for the pandemic, we get sent home, the season's over. Uh, you know, the 2019-2020 NBA season. And we, you know, we did corn things, which <laughs> we did like seven episodes just talking about random stuff like Tiger King and, you know, music and just random topics because there was no sport to talk about. And of course, you know, the season comes back and the bubble, you know, people hate on the heat for, oh, they're just a bubble team. And even LeBron, who said he wanted to have the L.A. championship parade with the Rams and with the Dodgers. You know, people are saying, oh, you want your fake pandemic ring? P- people can keep hating. The rules were the same for all teams. The Lakers won, and the Heat made it to the finals. So, of course, that was it for me. We were pumping out <laughs> episodes. Already, already defending the, bu- the bubble finals, and we're that, just a minute into the show. Double take. This is a Miami Heat podcast. Nah, so we – um, so, yeah. I mean, th- we were pumping out episodes from everything from, you know, first round versus, versus the Pacers, sweeping – gentlemen sweeping the Giannis led bucks that you know back-to-back mvp Giannis, um you know into the celtics with the bam block with bam's incredible game six with tyler hero being clutch shopping 37 on jason tatum and jalen brown and then of course Dragic goes down bam goes down in the finals jimmy butler has a heroic game three and game five we're one game away from a game seven versus LeBron and the Lakers and when, when we were a five seed. No one expected us to even get there. And we, we were two games short of winning the title. That has to be it. So I took your yeah. I was going to be yours out. But. I'm sure, yeah. I mean, I think that was definitely the basketball side of it mostly. And, like, that was huge for us as a podcast. Um, 
because it gave us kind of a reason and more motivation. I remember we wake up at like eight or 9 a.m., which for college kids, that's, that's pretty early for us when we really didn't have any reason to get up other than right. for class. So I'm glad we were doing that. I'm glad we pumped out those episodes. That was a lot of fun, John. So cheers to 50, cheers to 50 more. And let's get into it. So, so today, John, it's Super Bowl Tuesday. I don't know if that's a term that people use, but we had Super Bowl 56 this weekend. It was pretty anticipated. We were both a little bit bummed that the Chiefs were not in it. We definitely loved Patrick Mahomes. We definitely had some money on Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And instead, we had the Rams versus the Bengals, which was an unusual matchup. It was the first time two four seeds had uh, both made the Super Bowl. And, um, of course, the outcome was the Rams ended up winning, which we both predicted would happen. They did not cover the spread. It was 23-20. to 20. Some of the biggest uh, storylines of that game, John, you had Odell Beckham with the injury, scary injury to his knee, um, which completely altered the game. Then you have that uh, the T. Higgins offensive uh, pass interference, which was completely missed against Jalen Ramsey, which leads to their scoring a touchdown 12 seconds into the second half. That was a big play of the game. Of course, for some reason, Sean McVay goes super run heavy. That didn't really make sense. Uh, I saw on Twitter they had zero successful carries based on a, a advanced stat called EPA um, and they had 18 carries. They were only one of four teams to have a 0% rushing success rate John in a game over the last six seasons. But those other three teams that they were, you know, included with had only single digit carries. So it was like, we were all kind of watching it and those advanced stats kind of say it too, but it was like, they're not having success with the run. Why aren't they throwing? You have Matt Stafford, you traded your, all your draft capital for him and you have Cooper cup. Who's the best re- receiver in football this year. Um, what's going on? Eventually, they finally go to him at the end of the game. Um, and, you know, we were frustrated with Stafford, but he did make some nice plays down the stretch there, despite he had those two picks. Um, and they win. So it's Cooper Cup wins the MVP, John. H- how did this Super Bowl kind of meet your expectations? Did you enjoy it? Well, what were some of your takeaways? Yeah, you know, I definitely think a lot of people were saying, oh, like it wasn't that good of a Super Bowl. But to me, the measure of a great Super Bowl is like, well, how close is it? Was it perceivable that each of these teams could pull off a win within like, I would say the fourth quarter, but specifically in the last couple of minutes of the game. And yeah. And, you know, so if you were rooting one way or the other, you were definitely, you know, you were sweating out that final two minutes, three minutes, four minutes. I was, I had money. I'm stupidly, I put money on both teams. So uh, every year, <laughs> last year, I picked the wrong winner. Uh, the year before I, I picked the, the Niners and then the Rams won. You know, I, I have a bad history of picking Super Bowls. Um, not the Rams, my bad. The the Chiefs won two years ago. And then last year I picked the Chiefs, of course, and then Tom Brady wins it. But I actually think be, for that reason, you know, you it ended up being a fun end to the game. I ended up coming out zero. I, I, I did bet a lot of money on the game and ended up, you know, balanced out all my big bets and and uh, they balanced out my losses. That's good. That's a, that's a successful Super Bowl. Job. Yeah, I didn't lose money, so we'll take that. But no, I think, you know, these two teams, I think it was fun. They were both likable. Everyone really is like, oh, Stafford with the Lions. Everyone felt for him being on, you know, a garbage team for so long. And then, of course, Burrow, he's probably – he feels like he's got one of the highest quarterback approval ratings. And I think it's because when you're a guy mm-hmm. that's that young, kind of reminds me of Steph Curry. And, like, he was a good young scorer. And then, boom, he's in the finals. It's like he's new. It's not LeBron. It's not the Spurs. Like, people liked it. Um, and I felt that Mahomes was that way. But I guess people are already having – Mahomes fatigue because some of our like friends in our fantasy football. Well, there's definitely, there's definitely, you know, uh, 
people are frustrated with everyone uh, rushing to anoint him as like the next go, yeah. which I'm guilty of. And then of course, his, I think his brother, people get annoyed with his brother. So you're right. Uh, Burrow, especially Joe Burrow walking in. I mean, what he did at LSU, he's a classic underdog story. Same reason everyone loves Brady. Um, and then he comes into the league within a, you know, two years, he has a terrible injury. Now he's, they go from two wins, they draft him, they have four wins with him. And then they are in the Super Bowl now. Um, he, he, there was a, you know, that photo of him. He's got the Cartier glasses, sunglasses walking into the game. So I think right. he's definitely a likable guy. And actually for that reason, I've been saying he needs some haters. So I'm actually going to be officially just for no reason other than because I want to, I'm going to be a Joe Burrow hater. I did also want the Rams to win because I made a future bet on them in November. I had $15 on them. So that panned out, which was nice. I think we have to hate on them too, because that was the Dolphins. You know, we started off 0 and 7 and then finished the year 5 and 4. We, we could have had him, <laughs> but, and you know, what was the consolation prize to that? All right. We got a good coach. He's a great, you know, Flores. And we got Tua. And we got Tua. All right. <laughs> we'll get to that. That was, that was the consolation, John. No, the consolation to me was, all right, we're not getting the number one pick in the draft after this horrible season. We got a great coach. He's going to coach a great defense, and he's going to have a great system in place for us. And our, our players, even with a not great roster, want to play for him. Two, now it's like, okay, we got Tua. So we got the third best quarterback in that draft. I mean, we can get to this stuff later on. We, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, quick takeaways um, from the Super Bowl was happy to see Aaron Donald win one. I'm happy to see Stafford win one, even though, you know, through the two picks. One of them wasn't his fault, but people were critical of how he played. Um, I'm happy to see uh, Cooper Cup get one. Um, you know, so I think o- Odell OBJ- Beckham, bro. Odell, OBJ. we like we like Odell. We're no, no Odell right. haters here. OBJ. So I think you know Sean McVay, who uh, he also had a questionable coaching game, but yeah. you know, funny Nick Wright tweeted after the game. Nobody's gonna remember that when they look at the history books. You're gonna say he's the youngest coach to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I think, I, and and coming into it, it's funny, and this community can lead us to our next uh, topic of conversation is going into the game. I remember. You know, EJ, our friend, uh, our friend Emily Jane, she's talking about, oh, which team are you guys rooting for? And, you know, my reasoning with the Rams was kind of like, you know what? The Rams went all in on this year. Let them win it. Joe Burrow will be back. But you actually look at, at the, at, you know, the, the NFC and the AFC. And I don't know, Alex. I mean, who do you think realistically will get back? I, I have my answer, but who do you think is going to get back sooner? This Rams yeah. team or the, or the Burrow-led uh, Bengals? Yeah, that's definitely a big question. After this one, I mean, I, I mentioned it before, two four-seed teams, right? So they were two basically underdog teams. You didn't expect them to make it. Um, it was the first time a Super Bowl hasn't featured a one, two, or three-seed. And it was also the first time – it was the highest um, combined loss total, which obviously there was an extra game this season. But – so I think we had two kind of teams that coming into the season, people weren't so sure. The Rams went all in, traded all the draft picks away. They went superstar heavy, right? They got all the – try to get all the – best players they possibly could the Cincinnati Bengals somehow turn around very quick very very ahead of schedule go from two wins a few seasons ago now in the Super Bowl so yeah when you ask me who's gonna make it I think who is more likely to make it again I would say um the pick that makes the most sense would be the Bengals however I'm I'm actually gonna I don't know if this is a zag this is probably a zag I actually don't think the Bengals have as good of a shot to make it over the next few seasons as everyone else seems to think they do. 
they have to figure out their offensive line. Of course they do. When you have Joe, Joe Burrow is the only reason that they were able to turn around as a franchise. I think the receivers, the receivers and the The receivers are good, but you can have all the good receivers in the world. And it doesn't matter if you don't have a guy who can, who can make a difference. Right. So, um, however, though, I'm, I'm worried. And when, you know, he had that terrible injury a year ago or whatever it was, they didn't draft Panay Sewell. They got Jamar chase, which right. That seems like it panned out obviously, but when you're in the Super Bowl and he has that scary, you know, he gets tackled and his knee gets a little bit twisted up and it's his, it's his good knee and everyone's wondering. And, it, and I think the first thing I was seeing all over on Twitter when that happened was, geez, like they don't have such a terrible offensive line and they somehow have been so lucky. I mean, he was sacked, I think, John, 19 times in the four games in the playoffs, which is the most ever. And he was sacked three times less then Tom Brady was sacked in the entire season this year. So wow. there's clearly an offensive line issue. And if they can address it, it seems simple, but it's, it's not that simple. So if they can address it, great. The other thing why I don't necessarily think I'd pick the Bengals is being, maybe maybe I'm crazy for saying that, but um, they, you're in a conference with Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, even you want to throw Lamar Jackson. There's, there's a lot of you know good yeah. young quarterbacks in there. And I think when I look at the Rams – there's a lot of questions as, oh, is Aaron Donald going to retire? I don't think he's going to retire. Is Sean McVay going to go do media now and be a, spend more time with his family? I don't think so. Um, Matt Stafford is going to be there. Cooper Cup's going to be there. Like, I still believe in kind of what the Rams have, not for the next 10 years, maybe for the next really one or two seasons, which, right. you know, it's very hard to make it to back-to-back Super Bowls, let alone, I guess that would be, you know, they've, they already made one a few seasons ago. Uh, you know, three and five years, three and whatever, six years. But um, I do think that the Bengals are one of those teams that we think they're going to have such a, lo- a wide window, but the window is never as big as you think it is. Yeah. No, I mean, I totally agree. I think I don't know if you, you're making the zag pick because I think – I think it is. I think most people would say the Bengals. Well, I think this is why. I think you, you say, all right, who, which team will be back? And what's the first thing you look at? Quarterback. Stafford versus Burrow, I think people are more, you know, likely to bet. Uh, Burrow will be back in the Super Bowl. Stafford, I'm not so sure. But if you look at all the other external factors, specifically the AFC versus the NFC, and the way this is broken down, it's pretty ridiculous how much more stacked the AFC is this year. So you mentioned, Alex, Mahomes and the Chiefs, you got Josh Allen and the Bills. You wouldn't have been surprised if either of those teams won a Super Bowl this year. Both. Great. I'm surprised the opposite. I would be surprised yeah. that neither of those teams won it. Right. The Bengals, they're right in there too. We got the Chargers and, and Justin Herbert, who a lot of people are saying he's one of those young quarterbacks as well who's going to be in the mix of those four guys. All right, now let's go down the line. Ravens, they had an, a Lamar Jackson who's an MVP, you know, only a couple seasons ago. They were 14-2. and two. And they faced a ton of injuries this year, a like a ridiculous amount. They still got Harbaugh. Okay, there's, you know, a fifth team that I wouldn't be shocked if they're in the mix next year. Then there's teams that are super talented that are a quarterback away. There's like about five teams, I would say. The Colts, the Steelers, the Titans. And the Titans, I mean, they were the one seed this year with Tannehill. So if, if, if they can <laughs> I didn't even mention that. If they make an upgrade, like, we'll see. Colts and Steelers, too. Good defenses, good offensive talent. Carson Wentz, Big Ben, not really – that's not, that's not going to cut it this year. Then there's the potential Rodgers destination teams, right? Vegas is kind of in that mix there, sleeper Rodgers team. The Broncos have been t- uh, linked to Rodgers, of course. Yeah. Um, so those two teams are also a quarterback away. Now you go down the line, 
There's Miami six- Dolphins. Mike McDaniel is taking us to the Super Bowl, baby. So there's six teams I haven't mentioned. There you go. There's Dolphins fans that want to believe, and I actually, you know, shamelessly was up until like 1 a.m. watching Mike McDaniel interviews and just going down <laughs> the Wikipedia rabbit hole and just doing all the. I'm I'm trying to talk myself into him. He's gonna he's gonna be the Tua whisperer. He's gonna figure out Tua. So. <laughs> Ah, would you be shocked if Tua had a good season? I mean, we're Dolphins fans. I wouldn't be shocked. I, you know, I hope it happens, but it wouldn't shock me if Tua and McDaniel works out in the next two years. Okay. Then you talk about who who else have we not mentioned? Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time, arguably, right? And Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is uh, the yeah. I can't believe we didn't mention them in the first you know ten teams. Think about Mac Jones, right? And then there's four teams left: the Jets and the Jaguars, who took. Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick, the Jaguars, and Wilson with the number Zach Wilson with the number two pick. So those are two young quarterbacks that were in in this draft class. They went ahead of Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Those two guys are supposed to be like, all right, we're there's expectations there for those two teams. Oh, for sure. Maybe only, not for Wilson. <laughs> the only two teams I haven't mentioned that like kind of could get it together, or or that haven't together. Texans. I think the Texans are very far away, and the Browns, who if they had kept OBJ. You know, they, they're talented too. Well, they're, I mean, I think they're a team, John, they're obviously a team that, that also has talent. Their biggest problem, I think most people would say right now, is Baker Mayfield. So but now that they lost OBJ, you know, coaching situation is always difficult. You know, it's, it's always sketchy over there. So I'll throw those two out of it. But other than that, just to see, who, again, who I named, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Chargers. I think there's a space there. Ravens, if Lamar is there. I think the- Patriots. Patriots, you got to mention the okay. Patriots and Titans there too. I mean, well, it's fine. Patriots, Titans. Colts, Steelers, those teams are all nice. Who knows if Russell Wilson, if Aaron Rodgers, if Kyler Murray gets traded to one of those teams, <laughs> they're in the mix. Vegas, Denver, you know, Miami, who honestly were probably lower than most teams. And then again, the Jaguars and the Jets, who have their number one quarterback dudes they drafted. And then after that, it's the Texans and the Browns who are at the bottom of the barrel. So I think you go down, like you, I can talk myself into like pretty much all these teams aside from like, Maybe Texans, even the Jets and the Jags, like they have good court. Like if their quarterback, wait, are you saying for to play make the playoffs? These teams maybe over the next few seasons we can see them making the playoffs. Sure. So I think I'm just in the top because like if you're really talking on Super Bowl contention, I really do think those like teams I mentioned that are a quarterback away, plus Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert. And, and Lamar. I'm going to throw Lamar in there, too, even though people are kind of hopping off that wagon. But, like, yeah. those five teams, I think, easily, like, I wouldn't be stunned if they made it to the Super Bowl. So, it's like, yeah. Now, hold on. Let's, let's look at the NFC right now, okay? So, the Rams, if they keep their roster together, let's say McVay doesn't leave. Let's say Aaron Donald doesn't retire. They should do what the Bucks did last season. Get the whole roster back together. I go agree. One more, and if it doesn't work out, okay, the team breaks up. But keep the band together for one more season. Let's look at the, the number one and number two seeds, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Both lost their quarterbacks. All right, moving on. The Wait, Niners, Green Bay, are we so sure that he's, he's gone? Yeah, yeah Rodgers. <laughs> Move down. Niners losing the NFC Championship. Okay, they're going to trade Garoppolo. Let's see what they can do. It, I think they're a good team that could, I would say is in the mix if they pull it off. So you got the Rams and the Niners. If Brady comes out of retirement, sure, go ahead. Give 45-year-old <laughs> Brady a good roster. We'll see what happens. Cowboys, are you betting on Dak to stay healthy and on Mike McCarthy to like? Actually, yes. I think if Dak was in the AFC, we would have just thrown him in that group with all those other quarterbacks. Are they going to get Sean Payton, you know, as a new coach, right? So it's like, I mean, their big, yeah, their biggest issue is their coaching right now. So, so if they get Sean Payton, we'll we'll see what happens, right? 
Cardinals. I like Kyler, but he still has to prove himself, right? He was horrible yeah. in the playoffs. He's getting a lot of hate. I'm a big Kyler fan because I've had him in fantasy you know, pretty much, I think, the past three seasons. So Kyler fan, he's actually hurt me. I can't draft him anymore because he always gets injured for like the middle, like five games of the season. We're moving on. After those teams, this is what we're talking about. Eagles, they made the playoffs. Saints didn't. Vikings, the Washington Commanders, the Seahawks, <laughs> what happens with Russ Wilson, the Falcons, the Bears, the Panthers, the Giants, and the Lions. I don't think any of those teams I just named have that really strong of an argument that they have like a strong future. I mean, maybe you could say the Vikings, they got Justin Jefferson. Like they're also talented, but they're, they're the Vikings. Sorry, shout out our boys, PDK and Merm, Vikings fans. But I don't know. I don't know if, if Kirk can take them there. Like, but I mean, you just look at that. So looking at that alone, the Rams next year, are they the favorite to get out of the NFC? I mean, who who's the favorite other than them? Rams, Niners. I don't I don't know who else I'm talking yeah. about. I think no, nah, I think John, I think that's a that's a good point. That's something I wasn't thinking of. Was like when I look at the AFC, there's definitely the clear teams. Like, all right, who can make it? And then the NFC is definitely a little bit more in limbo. And I think this year, something we were talking about before the show was John, there's a lot of parody in the league right now, which is which is great, right? We love that. It, it makes it's made these playoffs really fun. Um, and it makes each year going in. It's like every team feels like they has a they have a shot. And oh, and true. look at you can look at the Rams and you can look at the uh the Bengals who both just made it and you can see those are two um different kind of uh approaches to building a Super Bowl contending team and right. you know I think teams are going to try to replicate that so yeah no but I, I think I, yeah I think to finish this kind of topic about all the parody I think you look at this season and I, I said this going in like I pretty especially in the second round I could have seen like any of those teams realistically winning it like could you have the Rams of course won it you could have seen the Bengals, the Chiefs, or the Bills winning it. The 49ers, they got there, and you're, they what? They were close. They were winning that game. The Packers with Rodgers, MVP, like, they, they they also, you could have, I mean, they were a big favorite, too. The Tampa Bay Bucks, they almost came back. Brady almost pulled it off, and he almost won an eighth chip. I'm going to say almost because they almost beat the Rams. But other than that, the Titans were a one seed, like, and, and you know, they lost to the, to the Bengals, of course, but there's a bunch of teams, I think. There's really – I think you could argue that talk yourself into, like, at least six or seven teams that you wouldn't be shocked if they had won this year. So it's a great yeah. thing for the league. You know, I know we're going to talk some NBA. We can see, well, you know, what are the issues with the NBA compared to the NFL that has all this parity right now. Yeah, and, John, we're definitely uh, – I think we're going to go and then talk about our early predictions. But we did jump the gun a little bit. We didn't We didn't do our all of our Super Bowl takes. And so one thing I definitely wanted to throw out there, John, was Cooper Cup wins the – Super Bowl MVP. Now, we all had a little bit of money, just a little bit of money on Aaron Donald because he had some nice long shot odds. I threw, I think, $10 on it. It would have been a nice big payout. I think at halftime, we threw another $5 on it just because he had still had really good odds. And I was really disappointed that he did not win. Now, Cooper Cup was great. Without Cooper Cup, they don't win the game. Without Cooper Cup, I actually don't even think they, they stand a chance at all. But without Aaron Donald, like, they won this game on defense. If you really look at it, I mean, they, well, was they it, held – Was it Cooper Cup's two, two touchdowns, though, you know? They held – it was, yes. But they, they held this Bengals team, John, to, you know, they only 20 points. But if you take away the, the offensive pass interference, it's a, it's a very different game, you know? And I think we're looking at it a little bit differently. Ultimately, 
the offense wasn't pulling their weight and Aaron Donald stood on his head, but along with the other defenders, Von Miller played great. The rest of the guys played great, but I really wanted to see Aaron Donald uh, get the MVP, especially after his last play of the game, when you really had Jamar chase wide open, there was some screenshots on Instagram and Twitter of how open chase was, but it didn't matter because Burrow had basically half a second from the point he snapped the ball to when Aaron Donald was walking over his, his body. So um, I think he got robbed. I think, uh, John, you know, in, and we've had 56 Super Bowls. There have been eight wide receiver Super Bowl MVPs. Guess how many didn't have over 100 yards out of eight? Listen, you say this. and I'll Just guess. Uh, don't worry. I'll give you the, I'll give you the explanation. Uh, how many of them have there been? Eight, you said? There's been eight. How many didn't have over 100 yards? Three. Okay, the answer is two, including Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup so, had 92. What you say? Right, wait, here's a follow-up. How I, know, I know, you're gonna, I know you're going to How many of them had two touchdowns? Yeah, though? you're right. Zero. Cooper Cup is the only other one. So Cooper Cup had two touchdowns. That's obviously big time. And I think anytime you have a receiver that has more than a touchdown, you probably end up just default giving it to the quarterback. There's been 31 out of 56 MVPs have been quarterbacks, right? Honestly, but, I would have expected to be more. Really? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's that's definitely that's that's about fifty six percent, I think. Um, but anyway, John, I think that I was looking through NFL, the NFL, or excuse me, ESPN.com. They have a list of all of the MVPs, and I'm looking at some of these defensive players. And Donald certainly his stat line matches up with the other defensive players that had won it. There was even one where you have Ray Lewis, and he don't, they don't even show his stats. It just says led a, a dominant Ravens defense. Then you have, there was a year, this was Super Bowl 12, where two Dallas players, defensive players, tied for the MVP. And I kind of wish that you would have given it to Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, which obviously it's a vote and whoever gets votes, whatever. Yeah, I think, but it really I think like- Aaron Donald should have won it. I love Aaron Donald. His tears after the game. He was the first interview after the game. I think that also says a lot. So, you know, it is what it is. It, it, this is stupid too, but I did see a tweet that said something like they had to vote right uh they had to vote by like with the media members have to make their picks with like two minutes left in the game or something like that which is totally ridiculous because well, yeah i don't i don't know if i believe that. that that's that's a time where I, I question twitter yeah and and yeah i'm i'm gonna say it's bs but that was people are saying that's a reason that aaron donald didn't get it because it was before that but i think really you look at offense defense cooper cup did it on the offense aaron donald did it on defense and Unfortunately, our bet, our long shot bet didn't hit. Yep. All right. So I think that'll Wait, be it for our super. I, I, I just need to say my favorite bets of the game that I won. I predicted Stafford to have exactly three touchdowns. I predicted Burrow to have exactly one touchdown. So that, those are my, my big uh, wins of the, of the day. Oh, good job. Well, I had uh, $5 on Odell Beckham to have the first touchdown of the game. So okay, that was a nice hit for me. My $15 that I put on the Rams to win it all in November panned out. So that, that was nice as well. It saved me from all the other stupid losses, like betting on tails and betting that the Gatorade would be yellow. But I also did actually bet, John, whoever won the coin toss was going to lose the game, which has now happened in eight straight Super Bowls. And that bet also panned out. So it's kind of starting. It's getting fishy. It is. It is a little, a little, a little fishy. It's definitely random. But anyway. Um, All right, let's move on to our predictions for next year before we wrap up this episode and jump over to NBA. Um, Let me read you the betting odds, John, currently. 
I mean, each book is different, but it seems like there's there's a relatively uh, similar order that these teams are all in. All right. First, tied for most books, unless it's at plus 750 or plus 700. The Bills and the Chiefs. Some, te- some have the Chiefs above the Bills. Others, other books have the Bills above the Chiefs, but they're basically the same. The next team, John, who would you guess would be third after those two? Bills, Chiefs. I guess I would say Rams. Yeah, it's Rams. It's Rams, then Niners, then the Packers. The Packers, it makes sense to still have them while they still have uh, Aaron Rodgers. Because I know. Who would bet on that? I mean, you know, Packers fans, maybe. <laughs> then you have the Cowboys, who actually, I think, if if I had to pick on the, the NFC Championship game, I'll, I would actually say Rams-Cowboys for next year. Anyway, so Bills, Chiefs, Rams, Niners, Packers, Cowboys. Then you have Bengals, Ravens, Titans, Chargers, Broncos, Cardinals, and then the Patriots right after, as well as the Buccaneers. So when you look at those teams, John, right now, on February 15th, 2022, who will be playing in the Super Bowl one year from today? Not one year from today, but a year I from think now. I have to just say, like, I would probably just put any wager that it's going to be one of the two teams that a lot of people said played in one of the greatest, if not the greatest, playoff game of all time. So, Bills Chiefs, if, you know, if the gun's to my head, I'm going to just take Mahomes again because he. I wish that could be the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be a, an incredible yeah, Super Yeah, I mean, the AFC, <laughs> again, like I said, I went down the line. The AFC is going to be loaded the next few years, but I would still just stick with Chiefs or Bills. Honestly, I might just take, I'd throw $10, $20 on both teams at the beginning of the season. And I don't think you can really go wrong because other than those two, like, I don't know. I, you know, here on the record, February 15th, you know, 2022, I'm going to say now that. I think one of those two teams won the Super Bowl next year. Okay. That's not a hot take, bro. Yeah. But um, my, my pick, John, I'm going to pick actually the matchup. I don't know if you want to pick your NFC champion, but I'm going to say Chiefs over Rams. And I'm saying it today, and I'm going to stick with it a year from now, barring anything absolutely absurd like Aaron Donald retiring, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, I'm on the Chiefs over Rams, uh, you know, wagon from now until next year. And I should have been on it since – we, I wanted to get that Super Bowl a few years ago when they lost the stupid coin toss and you had the D Ford, you know, offsides. Right. Um, and I think that that season, John, we had, I think it was around Thanksgiving. We had that incredible regular season game. It was like one of the highest scoring regular season games ever between the Chiefs and the Rams. Rams pulled out. Rams are better now, obviously. They made the Super Bowl that year, but now they have Stafford. They have, they have obviously won a Super Bowl. So, it's really hard to get back to the Super Bowl, but we've seen a few teams do it over the past few years. And I'm I'm gonna pick Chiefs Rams for next year, John. All right. I'll give you then I'll have one more follow-up. If not the Rams and the NFC, who? That is That's, a much harder question than, I mean, I, than if you ask me for the Chiefs, but I think because last year everyone said, Oh, Bucks will make it back. They brought their whole team back. I think Rams, you could see them doing the same thing, but there's there's moves to be made so we'll see because you don't know what happens with the Niners you don't know what happens no I'll say I'll say I'll honestly right now like because I don't know what's gonna happen with the Packers I don't know you know where Russell Wilson's going I don't know how good the Niners will be I don't even know where Jimmy G's going if Jimmy G goes to one of those teams maybe he's able to somehow win play a lot of playoff games like we've seen him do but um I would go with the Cowboys 
that's who I would have to pick because I like Dak. I still think clearly they have a great defense. Um, they just kind of fell apart. Maybe, maybe that's what's gonna it's gonna have to take. But that would be my pick, John. All right. So I think that, I think that's it. I'll wrap it up for our, our Super Bowl show. Um, everyone, it's been it's been a good one. We've had a nice fifty episodes. Thank you. We appreciate everyone for always listening. Have a good one. Peace out. Okay. Oh, yeah.